really just have to give that that bot the the creepiest voice, don't they? <laughs> right. That really is the creepiest voice. Are you able to like get that in an episode or something just so people can see how absolutely like probably I could just um like record it at, like uh using audacity not yeah audacity mm-hmm. and I could just re I could just record um it coming on or something like that. Yeah, I think um I think the world needs to know the world the the United States, uh, Brazil, and Germany need to know. I think I kicked it off last week, so I'll, I'll give you this one. Yep, yep, yes, you did. And on that note, are you Mr. Me Six? <laughs> God, that's so dumb. I'm Mr. Me Five. All right, then I'll be then I'll be Mr. Me Seven. <laughs> There's no Mr. Me Six here. Nope, he doesn't exist. Especially, <laughs> he's definitely not just like hanging out doing nothing. Yeah moderating all the people that are in this discord we can't keep their hands off us oh god uh, uh, what oh i don't know something about that was just like immediate chill down my spine god. all right hey all <laughs> that's how hey. we're going with that welcome to you know the drill with yeah brandon sam ruts whatever you want to call us we're there yeah woo woo so today going into a little bit of controversy. Woo! Controversy. We love controversy. Controversy is always fun. So, if you have been following our little little cast here for a little while, we talked about AMC reopening movie theaters um, around, at least around the United States, uh, mm-hmm. probably about a month or two ago. The day is here. Yeah. Let's figure out what the hell happened. Pretty much. Yeah. There's, there's actually, um, on an interesting note, too, um, there's a local theater that's like kind of a big it's it's a big landmark theater in my area that's um it's like the oldest theater mm-hmm. uh the oldest operating theater and like you know sort of like a uh like I said like a landmark not just right. as a theater but and like they were you know they started doing like a a parking lot drive-in type situation makes sense um, yeah which and you know I I've gone to a few of these you know cuz obviously I love that theater I'll support them um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a fun time. It's a fun thing to do. You know, it's a fun pandemic thing you can do. Right. And, um, you know, I actually, this past Wednesday, I went to another, uh, drive-in theater, which is an actual drive-in theater, uh, to see Bill and Ted face the music. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, boy, it's going to be hard going back to the other one because the parking lot, drive-ins just don't work very well you you really need a lot of space because like you have to like con- crane your and contort your body in a certain way at least maybe it's my car and also i we keep getting in the front row so i don't know we i'm gonna try it like getting but like it's just this big screen it's got a lot of space that's that's the way it should be but anyway um so they they had been doing that and they've got like you know a uh um, I think a Patreon. They've done other like they've been doing things to to try and uh, you know keep themselves afloat. They've been getting a lot of support as well. They've been putting out products and things, and not just keeping themselves afloat, but like also they're trying to support their employees during this you know during this yeah. pandemic. They've been trying right, to exactly. you know, which is which is you know not every business thinks about their employees like that. So I you know I appreciate they do that. They've been good too about this whole thing for the most part. Like they. They made an announcement because, like, I think 
they were first making announcements to open up theaters back in Ju- May or June, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was about it was about May or June. Yeah, so like, I I kind of like I probably a lot of other people like as well. I kind of thought they would be opening even sooner, but then of course there were no movies to show. There was like a bunch of other issues, and like I think what it was was like the people in power, I guess the powers that be, uh, were saying go ahead, open up movie theaters, but all the movie theaters were like, hey, we're not ready, from right. what I remember. And I remember they actually, you know, this, this local theater had mentioned in an interview or something that they were not going to, they, they would refuse to reopen their theater until at least mid-June. And this was, again, before, I think even before we were like, oh, this, we didn't, this is before we knew we were in this for the long haul. So like they were being responsible and saying, no, we're, we're not doing this until at least mid-June, whatever. And I was like, good, you know, good for them. They're, they're being responsible. They're, they're finding other ways. They're, 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 they're concerned for public health. So they recently sent out an email saying that they are reopening their theater. And they're doing like, it looks, it's obviously they're doing limited seating. They're doing like these filters. Mm-hmm. They're doing, you know, like I think pre-purchased, like purchase tickets online or whatever. And I believe they're doing it. They're doing like a row staggering thing where like you can all like each party gets its own row. So you can't like sit with people who aren't already with you. That's similar, similar to what we're doing out here. Mm-hmm. Out here, what we're doing is um, each party it has like, you get a, like a cluster, right? So it's, let's say you go with three people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you three people, obviously, you won't be able to all sit next to each other. You have to have at least one seat between each other. And oh, then, so even if even if like you you those three people come together, they still have to have a seat between correct, each other. Correct. It's, um, yeah. Okay. And and then any kind of t- any seat that you're touching, right? So like your left, your right, in front of you and behind you, no one can rent out. So you're essentially okay. renting out like nine seats between or. If you're going by yourself, you're renting out five seats instead of one. So you've got like a pod. Yeah, almost. exactly. Exactly. That, I wouldn't go. I still love this theater. I think that this is not a great, great thing that they're doing. I think that they should stay. I think they really need to, uh, need to keep it to driving for now. Yeah, but I mean, I, like, I understand that. Like, on, a health, on a health scale... Um, I'm not on board with these movie theaters opening. Yeah, I mean, same. I, I think, if anything, AMC is doing the best they can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. With all of the segregated seating. Plus, yeah, like, and they... Like, for example, they're also... Lim- you know, they have special uh, filters in their HVAC systems. Um, right. Extended cleaning uh, for, you know, and any kind of... Basically, you touch something, you're gonna—it's gonna get scrubbed clean. Obviously, they they don't want any kind of spread of germs. Right. And the biggest thing is that they're trying to—you know—they're trying to limit the contact between you and the employee. Yeah. Well, that's good because they're—they're they're obviously trying to support their employees. Good. So, like, you—the only kind of contact, if you follow all their guidelines, is you can get your uh, ticket if you don't use like Fandango or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get your ticket from. Um, a kiosk. The only time is for refreshments, right? So drinks and popcorn. Um, and the, they're not offering refills on any of that. So you can't just keep, you know, because especially after that, there's traces of you know, your oh, saliva and 
other your bodily fluids after you've consumed those. So that is like, no, you can't go, you know, we're not putting our employees at risk. That well, way. and the, the thing that I, I find strange too, is I'm seeing a lot of like, I don't think social eating should be a thing yet. Like I, I personally don't. And like, I've, you know, I've been to, you know, I, I've been to um, some things like, you know, some, I've, I've seen some things I've, I've been to, I'm, I'm trying to keep it very vague. Cause I don't want to, you know, uh, yeah, but yeah, I've been yeah. like to some social distancing. I've seen some social distancing stuff and I've been to one. It's with a, you know, small group where we all keep distance and wear masks. But like, there's also, there's also some snacks allowed. And like, I could be being extreme. Cause I'm talking about people who are being very careful. I mm -hmm. think I am an extreme. Definitely. But, um, I, I don't know me personally. Like, I feel like if you're, I guess if you're keeping the distance though, and you're doing it for a short amount of time, but like, you know, having to remove the mask to eat and everything like that. I just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too much there, but I, I kind of feel like, well, it defeats the purpose of the mask. If you're just going to take it off to eat and all that stuff like that. But I well, also at that front that, that has you like that. I think once the reason they have that rule also kind of negates the liability for the restaurant, right? Yeah. Or wherever you're right. at. Because um, that means you are, you know, you're taking off your mask to eat or consume whatever you're doing. And that means you are comfortable with the person that you came with, right? Right. So you're okay. making that choice to do that. Uh, like I was at a restaurant last night. I didn't, like I wasn't um, consuming anything, but I was just there. And there was a massive amount of people, but yeah. they were all socially distanced. And we're not talking about like five feet you know, it, or six feet. They were talking like 10, 15. Like they may, were making sure that everyone is away from each other. And uh, yeah, obviously, except like if you came with a party, you know, you all sat at the same table and that kind of stuff. But again, that, that choice falls into the consumer themselves. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And, and I just want to also mention that I think like the, the, one where you know the thing that i that i've uh gone to like i think that's you know i i think that's okay because like they're all being generally careful and we're still doing you know maintaining the distance um i guess i'm just think like using that to line up with some other you know like the restaurants and like the the movie theater and uh all that jazz like i just i look at that and i think well you know yeah like i get it that's the liability thing but like i i me personally i guess you know, they're hurting, so they need to be selling these snacks and concessions because that's where they're going to be making their money. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't know. I almost feel like if people... This is going to sound like... This, this may be, like, kind of against my... You know, like, okay, this may come, come a little out of left field for me, but I almost feel like right now, in order to sustain costs... Maybe charge more for tickets just as a temporary thing, you know, because yeah. I mean, if, if somebody and I know that's it's already probably going to be tough to bring people. But I mean, really, honestly, I feel like right now people are so anxious to get out of the house that like I think people would pay a premium to go see a movie with, you know, and, and, and you look at it that way. You look at it like, well, we're we have, you know, like we have to put in these extra measures we have to cut the seats and, you know, like the seating capacity down. So that way, you know, like that's, you know, like it makes sense. You got to cut that down and then cut the snacks out. So that way you don't have to deal with that whole thing. 
again, like if if they really are keeping like very, very far distances, because I, I know I'm being too paranoid. I know that like in I, I say that in my head that I that's something I don't want to do. I don't I don't want to like eat anywhere near anybody right now. But yeah. I'm sure with enough distance, it's fine. Well, like I was redoing some research and all of the articles are it's like interviewing the employees and they're like, we understand why AMC and other movies theater chains are doing this, right? Like, yeah. They've been trying to support us. We need to support them and make sure they can stay afloat so we can still have jobs. You know, it's a, it's, nice. the, it's the life cycle, right? But they're yeah, like, a lot of them, because they're the ones who are directly handling the guests, they're like, we're not ready to do this again. We're not. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. tough. And, you know, I mean, that's that's... You know that, that that's the biggest problem is is that you know with with people who are responsible you can do these things but the problem is there's so many belligerent people out there who are just outraged outraged at the thought thinking about another person that really is what it boils down to is we've we've seen that the true side you know the true face of what this is is that we have us a a, a, a um a subset of people out there who are actually just outraged at the thought of thinking of others. That's what it is. Let's just face it. Yeah. I mean, um, I was at another restaurant last night, a uh, different restaurant than the previous one. And I actually saw something that kind of made me proud a little bit. Someone walked into the restaurant without a mask on. Yeah. And like was already trying to be a Karen, you know, just kind of oh. yelling at everybody. Oh and God. Everyone else, not even the employees, because the employees are like, uh, you know, you know, we're like trying to refuse service in the most polite way, you know. Of course, to avoid, yeah, that's, got, that's that's tough. That's tough on them too. Yeah, right. Puts them in a tough position. So all of the other um, patrons, including myself, we like talked about and pushed, basically pushed him out of the restaurant. Oh, good. And we're just like, come on, really? Like, you can see, there's literally like t- ten of us you know, sitting here waiting for, you know, whatever. And not one of us is sitting here without a mask. That's good. Good, good, good for you. Good for everybody in that, that that's, I'm, I'm start, you know, that's very reassuring that there's, you know, you're seeing stuff like that. I do feel like there's been a shift too. I don't know, but it does feel to me like, you know, cause when I, when I go out for walks, I see, I mean, I still see, more people that like really probably more people than not out walking without a mask and and in all fairness maybe they just think it's you know it's okay i mean maybe it's less of a risk maybe it is less of a risk i don't know i honestly don't know but um, i do i am seeing more people out in public wearing masks it does seem like in general there's more you know people there's more support for wearing masks than there was you know say two months ago right by the way, I wanted to pick your brain uh, really quickly about because uh, you had mentioned earlier you were talking about like the air filters and the cleaning. Yeah, what are your thoughts on all that? Um, do you think that like you know the the air filters and all the extra cleaning? Do you think that makes it safer? Do you think it's because I I read an article a while back. I can't remember um, too much. It's been a little while, but they were talking about it was kind of talking about how like all these efforts, like the cleaning efforts and this and that, are kind of wasted. Like they kind of create a false sense of safety and like it's sort of a wasted effort so i don't know what do you think i mean maybe things that you know more science has come out since then i don't know um i'm 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 on the fence right i think part of it is more image and illusion right yeah yeah yeah. Um, because it's like we 
there's so little that we actually, at least the public, right, and businesses know about this virus. That's that, true. Um, and, and what we, you know, it changes all the time. And we obviously, the average person doesn't always know what's real about this virus and what's fake. Um, so yeah. I think, if anything, these businesses are like, this makes sense off of what we've heard, but it's more of an illusion to just, you know, give us the idea of safety. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think that's important too, is that the truth is, is we, there is a lot of unknowns. And I think that's why it's so important because this is a very mysterious, you know, thing we're dealing with. Right. And we're still trying to figure this out. So it's like, just be cool, play, you know, play along for a while, you know, like wear a mask, you know, just do, it's the, the, the least you can do. And it's, and it seems to be a very effective thing. And if we could all wear masks, you know, it, it, things could be a lot safer and, you know, things could be, you know, under control in a short amount of time, you know, from my understanding, I, it, it's at least, you know, at the very least, what is it, what, it, you know, what harm does it do? That's the thing. What's, what's the harm anyway? That's right. You're right. Okay. Oh, oh, voice crack. Uh, let's go. Let's go off to a quick break, and we're going to come back because you mentioned premium pricing, and there, there, there's something I want to touch on about that. So we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jeff, also known in the internet world as Jefferoth, inviting you subscribe to my new podcast, The One Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry, and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions. My special guests will have a good time, so pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat. It's the One Winged Games cast with me, Jefferoth, on your favorite audio platform of choice. Subscribe now. Uh, let's roll back into it. I don't know. I'm just doing like weird breathing things. Huh. I don't, I don't know why. I'm just, I just I did it. All right, deal with it. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, and we're back. Hi, we're back. Hi. Yeah, we Hi. totally took a break with more coffee. I mean, it's, it was breakish. Yeah, I'd say then, that was uh, long enough for a break. I really do wish I made myself a cup of a cup of coffee. This iced coffee sucks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's also some like some complete like knockoff brand. Like it's it's a no one brand that I just happen to. I was like ordering something from a store and they're like, hey, we have iced coffee for a dollar. I'm like, oh, sure. And it's okay. You know, you can definitely tell there's a very big difference in quality. Hmm. You know, it's, but it's what you get for you buying something for a dollar. Oh, yeah, what for sure. Do? Yeah. Okay. So before the break, you mentioned premium pricing, you know, which I, I do agree with. Okay. A lot of people, um, if anything, they should. Show that it's their way of showing their support to keep the movie theaters open, even if this price, you know, this price rate should just be temporary. Because yeah, movie movie prices are already ridiculous. Totally, totally. I mean, 
what like before pandemic, right? How much did how much did it cost you to go to the movies? Uh, generally, you know, fifteen ish, somewhere around that. I mean, granted, I you know I still have my student ID from uh, two thousand seven, and mm-hmm. uh, so I've been I've been. I'll ride that discount train anytime I anytime I can. So you know, I, I, it's it's anywhere from about like you know, depending on where I go, from eight to fifteen dollars. But you know, there's some, you know, there, you can still you can still find some cheaper priced theaters. And in fact, that drive-in that I went to, that was only like ten bucks. And it was a double feature. The other one that's not actually a drive-through, they charge fifteen. Again, you're you're supporting the business, and that's fine. Right. Right. So I do. I think the a lot the increased um, prices are okay for right now. Yeah, just a temporary thing. Yeah, just kind of like it's our way of you know almost like loaning quote unquote money to the organization just to keep them afloat. But then the question is, will that would that still be the normal? Hmm. Because people would get accustomed paying that much. Well, I guess it depends on you know the the how well it's received. Well, the business practices of the, uh, you know, like, like, that's true. Yeah, that's it, it depends true. on whoever's, whoever's, you know, on the, you know, whoever's making those financial decisions, you know, they could, they, you know, obviously, you know, certain, you know, business minded individuals who are, who are all about the bottom line, will see it. And it's like, well, we're, we, they've already been paying it. We can, let's just make that the new standard. And I think a lot of businesses do that, but you know, people, however, sometimes you get, you get you know, individuals who are a little more righteous and who will be like, no, like we, we made a commitment. It's going to be a temporary thing. We're going to go back to that. Or like, you know, oh no, of course we're, you know, we're, you know, things have changed. We're now getting, you know, filling theaters again. I, in a hypothetical scenario, of course, right. Of course we're filling theaters again. So like we can afford to go back to old pricing. I mean, it'd be interesting to see, Cause I, I don't know, I could, I could almost see it as like, you know, cause again, a lot of, a lot of those people who are at the top, they see an opportunity to make more money and they go for it. And you're right. That could money, be an money, opportunity. Money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now to jump off of what you said, and, and I like the way you put it better than what, the way I was thinking of it. Okay. I was thinking of it as in a more cynical way, whereas you're, you know, the idea of you want to go to the theater and you want to support them, you pay a little extra. It's like, yeah, that's actually a much better way to look at it. But it's also like the way I was kind of seeing it is, you know, if you insist on going out in the pandemic and doing pre-pandemic stuff, you should pay a little more. If it's, you know, like, like that, that's kind of my view. It's like, I mean, that's like, you know, that's the cost of, you know. Of, of making a possibly poor decision. Yes. Yes, exactly. I think I think there's so many unknowns because like we don't, you know, we don't have anything like to base what's going on off of like yeah. Looking at it from a sociological st- standpoint, this is going to be a major data point for people, you know, later in history to figure out, okay, how did we react to this giant scale disaster essentially? Huh. So that's going to be an interesting one. So um, to pivot a little bit, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on Mulan's or Disney releasing Mulan for the additional thirty dollars on Disney Plus? Oh, I mean, I, I, 
feel like I probably mentioned this in the past one, but I'll, you know, if even if I did, I'll say it again. It's highway robbery. I think that that is outrageous. Um, I think that, uh, you know, first of all, and again, we kind of discussed this last time. I know that like, that's where they're making their money right now. I mean, I, to my knowledge, Disney world is open. Uh, I believe, I yeah, I, I believe it is. And I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that Disney's hurting. It's, I mean, I, I understand that they're taking a huge hit, but still it's Disney. They own so much that it's like, I feel like they, I don't think this isn't going to hurt. I, I don't like, they're going to come out of this pretty unscathed. I don't think they need to be doing that to the consumer. And I think that, you know, obviously you take the context of what's going on out of this and it's absolutely outrageous. Right. I mean, you're pet, you're already paying for the service. So you, you've got to do one of two things. You either charge, you know what you could do? You could say, Hey, non Disney plus members, uh, you can own this movie digitally for maybe 25, maybe 20. No, tw- let's say 20, like charge what you charge to buy a, you know, cause like, and, and I don't, and I'm not sure what that pricing is because I know that like, you know, I know that physical media has been going out and uh, so like probably a movie comes out in theaters and then you can buy it digital charge, yeah. whatever that price is right for non Disney plus members, Disney plus members should be able to get it for a discount. Maybe. Oh, five, yeah. ten bucks. I was, a, I was a, and if, and if like you've been a Disney plus member for X amount of months, you can get it for free. Or just yeah, or just make it available for for streaming. You know, like on the on the Disney Plus. You don't own it. You just you don't. You all right? Yeah, but you don't own it. It's just it just put it on the streaming platform. You know. Yeah, but you got to think of it this way. Like, I think the budget for Mulan was two hundred million dollars. All right? right, fair enough. Fair enough. That was me being a little too me. Fair enough. Yeah, like I would I, I would I would get that for like a sub twenty. Maybe sub thirty million dollar movie, right? Okay, all right, fair enough. But but at the same time, charting a flat fee of 30, 30 bucks, in addition to having a now, let me ask you this: Can you buy it if you don't have a Disney Plus subscription? Nope. Oh, that is that's heinous. See, that's criminal. And now, I believe the thirty bucks is only for the weekend as well. So you don't even own it. No. Oh, that's a that is an f wording outrage. See, you like what I did there? <laughs> oh yeah, I did. We can keep it. Uh, you know, everyone can listen to it now. No, that is an absolute f wording outrage. Um, <clears throat> because now you're looking at a rental. They're way overcharging. Where do they get off doing that? I'm sorry, but I do not like Disney, and this does not help. This oh, is what, okay. What? That's what it is. Okay, so I lied. Partially. Okay, All partially. Right. Can you get you guys can roast roast him at? Uh, yes, roast me. Ruts mm-hmm. at at um at yes. you know the drill dot com. Yes, exactly. Um, so it's the thirty bucks, right? Uh huh. It's for premiere access. Okay. And, okay. and to follow up to follow up in your question, um, everyone who has a Disney Plus membership will get Mulan for free. Okay. Oh, okay. But, 
not until the beginning of December. Okay. So if you want it on its actual release date, they're like 30 bucks. Well, see, that kind of changes everything a little bit. So basically, you can eat. When does it? Has it already released or is it? It released this weekend. Okay. So this weekend. Uh, so it would be free to watch in December. Correct. So that's. Second, if I remember correctly. So that's about three months, give or take. Yeah. So if you can wait for three months, you can see it for free. If you want to see it now, it's going to be 30 bucks. Now, do you have to have a Disney Plus membership? Yes. To... You still okay. have to have a Disney Plus membership. That changes it. That does change it significantly. I still think they're overcharging, though. I, okay. If you, I get it. If you want to offer people the option, hey, you can see it early. I mean, you got to, that begs the question, you know, like that's, that's just, you know, creating an artificial. I still, I'm not, I think, I think what I suggested is, is really what they should do. I think, you know, it should be, you can buy, you can own this for, let's say 20 bucks or whatever the going rate is. If you have Disney plus, you can rent it for this much money. And then, you know, and then I like that they're making it free after, you know, in December. Like that's, I, that's, you know, that's a good thing. Um, I think the only the only thing I'm on board with about them making it free is that they're making it free during December when most kids will be home and most kids will be I mean a lot of kids are already supposed to be home but I mean, yeah so it'll be free for the holidays yeah that's that's some nice good old fashioned Christmas holiday spirit I don't know they'll just just something um, yeah. like the and the sales numbers have not been like great right they were expecting a, a massive um, weekend uh, haul, but now right. they're they're eyeing maybe twenty five million because after Friday we, we record on a Saturday, so we mm -hmm. don't have all the statistics for the entire weekend. Right. But as of yesterday, they only made eight million. I mean, what do you expect though? It's like people all over, you know, you know, people all over are hurting. Like we're, you know, there's a lot of people who are struggling financially. So like thirty, but I mean, it's not a smart business move because it's like you know. If you really want to make it, again, if you want to make it accessible, lower the price. Like, you know, do, do something, you know, the, and, and I'm not a business person by any means. I would not, you know, but I, at the same time, I think that's a pretty sound approach. You know, you lower the price of entry, you make it, you know, and you, you offer it to people who don't have Disney Plus. Why not? I, they're, they've got to have some, like, you know, it has to be for sale somewhere digitally. For I mean, people who don't I mean, realistically, probably. But yeah. see, the reason they're doing it this way, and it makes sense to me, right, is you have to have a Disney Plus membership, which leads them to that platform. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. Their yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. Their their Disney Plus like accounts made are is up by at least sixty five percent, and that way. Because of the quality of things they have on Disney Plus, like Mandalorian, Amazon, right? It keeps, et it keeps people it, there. Exactly, keeps people it's there. Like, it's like a, uh, you know, it's it's like uh, you just got to get them in the door. And yeah, then... it's like Dis Disney Plus is the heroin, and you're using uh, in Mulan's just a free bump <laughs> or cheaper bump. Let's put it in, that way. in terms in terms that you'll better understand, of course. Exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, but the, the Mulan, right? That whole Mulan debacle. Okay. Yeah. That's not the reason why they're not, it's not performing well. Okay. Uh -huh. 
if people, if you've been on social media at all this week, to no surprise, Mulan has been trending on Twitter. Of course. Because Disney has uh, a few little nuggets in their credits that people are not happy about. Oh. Because it's live action, that, you know, it's tradition to do special thanks for, like, organizations and governments that allowed you to film in their area, right? Right. Standard practice. Yeah. In the special thanks section of Mulan, there are eight government entities that have special thanks in China. Huh. It's very, it's, it's, you know, it's very open that Disney has a, uh, you know, a, oh my God, I love you so much. We, you know, you so kawaii yeah. relationship with China. Huh. However, the reason is because Mulan was shot in the Xinjiang region. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. Which is under scrutiny because China is, you know, this is all, it's depending on who you ask is persecuting and basically committing genocide to the ethnic Uyghur people oh. in that region. Wow, yeah. Like, we're talking forced abortions, sterilizations, concentration camps. All God, yeah. Yeah. And Disney's like, yo, government, thanks for letting us film there. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. And so you think that's more what's perform- what's affecting the, the oh, performance? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, oh. you, type in, you type in Mulan on social media or on Google, that's the first thing that comes up. Especially because Disney had a response. And they made a Disney response. You know? Of course. The easiest way would, the easiest way would go, hey, we don't approve of genocide. Makes sense, right? Right. Their response was, yeah. It caused us a lot of problems. <laughs> and that was it. Oh, wow. It caused us a lot of problems. I'm so sorry to hear that, Disney. I'm so sorry to hear about your problems. <laughs> yep. That was, I mean, it is the most vague answer that you could have gotten. God. All you had to do was go, yo, yeah, hey, uh, you're killing all these people. We don't like that. Please stop. Yeah, there is like a, you know, a very professional form way to do stuff like that <laughs> but this is not a surprise right um yeah when like the initial the, the there's controversy surrounding this movie for like at least last year main actress i don't remember her name because i am horrible with cast names mm-hmm. when uh, she she spoke out in support of um the hong kong protesters against china that right obviously china's like no, no, no. I'm they didn't have her, like, prison or something for it. Yeah. But there's always there's been controversy surrounding this movie for ages. And wow, this is no surprise. And, like, this kind of similar response with, again, with during the, during the Hong Kong protests is kind of similar. You know, they're trying to not step on any toes. Plus, China and other, the Asian market, but primarily China, is, like, the next big market for films in Hollywood to go into. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, that's interesting. So let, let, let us know how you feel about Mulan and um, how you feel about genocide. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes! <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, that's, that's I, I didn't realize all that. That's good to yep. that's good to get, you know, get up to date on the current events. Yeah, it's a uh, it's 
been uh, interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, so, well um, that's well, scary. As we wind down, throw us, in, throw us your wreck. Throw, throw a wreck at us. All right, I got I got a wreck. Right. I'm about to I'm about to wreck everyone on this. It's a food wreck. We do food wrecks. Nah, well, we do them now. All right. Well, I I want to see this stay on the menu. So, and, and I think it's going to. I I actually I did email asking if it was going to stay on the menu because I don't want to see it ever go. And they said it will. So okay, Karen. And, what, and, what is it? And no, no, no. I would. I did not care in this one. I just said, hey, um, I just want to know if this is going to be on the menu because I'm so happy you brought it back. I was very positive in my email. Hey, and hey they, po- positive Karens exist. Oh, they do? Well, fine, whatever. <laughs> and you know what? They told me to order to my heart's content. And I thanked them very much. Anyway, um, and expressed my, my deep excitement for this. So back in 2004, Domino's came out with this thing called the American Classic Cheeseburger Pizza. I tried this, and it was incredible. This was a pizza that I tried with um, a good friend of mine in high school, and we both agreed it was like the best pizza we'd ever had. It barely lasted a month, to my recollection, and was quickly gone. They had another one that was just beef, bacon, and cheddar, and wasn't the same at all. We didn't know what it was about this. We suspected there was a sauce, but we were, you know, we were young and didn't really pay attention, you know, thinking that it was going to go away as quickly as it did. So it became sort of like this, this memory. And like, from that point on, he and I compared every pizza we had to that mythic pizza. We would be like, oh, it's really good, but it's not the American classic cheeseburger good. There was one that was close. It was the cheeseburger pizza from Uno's, Uh, but it just wasn't quite it. Uh, I worked at Domino's for a little bit. I asked about it and I heard a few things. Um, I heard that like, you know, it was that they put, they threw raw beef on there and cooked it in the oven, which doesn't really make sense to me, but whatever. Um, although that was from the owner of the restaurant. So I don't know, maybe he would know. Uh, I think, I think somebody did mention there was a sauce, but like they told me like the ingredients, like they, that they still basically had the ingredients to make it. So I made it and it was good, but it wasn't, you know, there was something missing. Now, 16 years later, 16 years later, or maybe 15, I think it was 2004, but I, I, you know, I get an email from Domino's, which I usually ignore, but this one caught my eye for some reason. I see like a taco emoji and a burger emoji. I'm like, wait a second. So I click on this and they say, try our new cheeseburger pizza and our new chicken taco pizza. And I'm like, oh, oh, could this be? Could this really be? I was, uh, and I order it, I try it, and my, my God, everybody, it's been a long 16 years, but I was finally reunited with this incredible pizza. And, and let me tell you something, it is true, it, it's a ketchup mustard base, which I don't like ketchup, I don't like mustard, but oh my God, this is, <laughs> the, this is the most perfect synth- food synthesis. It literally, it tastes so close to a cheeseburger and so close to a pizza. It is brilliant. It is a beautiful thing. And I beseech you, if you're into weird food stuff, if you like trying things that shouldn't exist, if you consider yourself a gourmand, as I do, give, your, give yourselves a, uh, a, a round of applause. and. 
try it. You heard it here. Go and try it. Devour yeah. it. Yes. Rawr. <laughs> All right. Well, food stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know. Leave us a review. Stretch, yawn. Take good care of yourself. Okay. And, and let, let us know um, how many of you yawned from that, <laughs> from that one moment. Right? Oh my god, I was just like, I'm like wide awake, and I was all of a sudden just like, my, my, you know, it's one of those full body yawns, I was just like, yeah, you can't control it, it's gonna happen. Your body yawns, not just, not just your uh, face, but your whole yeah. body. Yeah, that I sounded, mean, like, that... I yawned, and it was like, I could feel it reverberate, it was ridiculous. That did, that sounded like a body yawn. Definitely yep. a body on. Definitely was. <laughs> oh, God, every time every time we try to end an episode, it's like, oh, but this happened. Let's just keep going. <laughs> ending part two. You know what? Hell, let's uh, let's cut the ending and make it a whole episode. We'll ha- make a whole episode based on an ending of, of our uh, of one of our podcast episodes. God, I mean, how much I cut with it, I could probably just like, throw it all together. And it's like, here's a three hour compilation of just everything that happens in the last like five minutes of the show. <laughs> ridiculous okay we're out of here yeah you know, like like favorite subscribe share rate do all the things and try that we'll pizza try the pizza full body yawn make sure you get all your full body yawns in and we'll see you next week bye catch you later bye <laughs>